day in Tudor history with me, Claire Ridgway. Now, today I'm actually taking you to the reign of King James I, which seems a bit weird, but actually it's about an Elizabethan man. But on this day in history, the 20th of November 1612, in the reign of King James, courtier and author Sir John Harrington died. He was Queen Elizabeth I's godson, and during her reign, he invented the Ajax, or Jakes, England's first flush toilet. Now, let me tell you a bit more about Harrington and his invention, which didn't actually catch on. Sir John Harrington was born in 1560. His exact birth date is not known, but he was baptised on the 4th of August 1560 at All Hallows London Wall. Queen Elizabeth I stood as his godmother, while William Herbert, 2nd Earl of Pembroke, stood as his godfather. He was the eldest son of courtier John Harrington of Kelston in Somerset and his second wife, Isabella Markham. Harrington was educated at Eton before moving on to King's College, Cambridge, where he attained a BA in 1578 and a Master's in 1581. William Sissel, Baron Burley, advised him on his studies, as did Sir Francis Walsingham. In November 1581, when he was 21, he was admitted to Lincoln's Inn, one of London's inns of the court. However, his father died in 1582, leaving John to inherit the family estate at Kelston, which he did in 1583, leaving Lincoln's Inn. In September 1583, Harrington married Mary Rogers, granddaughter of Sir Edward Rogers, who'd served Henry VIII, Edward VI and Elizabeth I. In the 1580s, Harrington worked on an English translation of Italian Ludovico Ariosto, don't know how you pronounce that really, Ariosto's epic poem Orlando Furioso, or The Frenzy of Orlando. According to one story, Harrington had been banished from court by his godmother, the Queen, when he'd been caught sharing a rather racy translation of Canto 28 with her ladies, and his penance was to go away and translate the whole work. He did, and it was published in 1591, and it was dedicated to the Queen. His next work was his 1596 book, A New Discourse of a Stale Subject Called the Metamorphosis of Ajax, in which he outlined his design for a flush toilet. Ajax was a play on jakes, a slang term for the privy. His invention was inspired by a conversation with a group including Henry Risley, Earl of Southampton, and Risley's sister Mary, and the invention incorporated a cistern of water located above a privy, which had a cock or a washer to yield water with some pretty strength when you would let it in. I love the fact that in the accompanying diagram of the toilet, the cistern had fish in it. I think that was just to show that it was water. In his book, Harrington said that if water be plenty, then the privy could be flushed as often as it was used. But if water was scant, then once a day was sufficient. The invention was just a small part of the book. The work was, as Harrington's biographer Jason Scott Warren describes it, a complex blend of scatological comedy, moral reflection and social satire. In this work, he also described himself as a protesting Catholic Puritan. Quite an interesting description. Unfortunately for Harrington, he got into trouble with Elizabeth I, 
due to derogatory remarks that he made about her favourite, Robert Dudley, Earl of Leicester, in his book, and he was lucky to escape being hauled before the Star Chamber. Although his invention didn't take off, he did install one at Richmond Palace and sent one to Robert Cecil to install at his home Theobald's. In 1599, Harrington served the Queen in Ireland under the Earl of Southampton and was knighted there by Robert Devereux, Earl of Essex. Unfortunately, Essex incurred Elizabeth's wrath for his actions in Ireland for leaving without her permission, and Harrington was caught up in this. He was, however, able to see the Queen privately and explain himself, regaining her favour. In December 1600, Harrington collated epigrams he'd written in the 1590s into two collections, giving one to the Countess of Bedford and another to his mother-in-law. In 1602, Harrington completed his Tract on the Succession to the Crown, which supported the claim of King James VI of Scotland. He also sent the Scottish King a four-volume set of epigrams. His final service to his godmother Elizabeth I appears to have been entertaining her at Christmas 1602 with readings from his own comic verses. Following Elizabeth's death, he met the new monarch and his wife in Rutland, and he presented them with congratulatory elegies. Harrington ended up being imprisoned in the Gatehouse Prison in summer 1603 due to being a guarantor for a debt of £4,000 run up by his uncle Thomas Markham. While he was in prison, he worked on revising an earlier translation he'd made of Virgil's Aeneid. He presented this to King James in the summer of 1604 to be used in educating the king's son and heir, Prince Henry Frederick. The following year, he presented the prince with a collection of epigrams and then further works in 1608. In 1605, Harrington put himself forward for the position of Lord Chancellor of Ireland, providing a treatise on how he'd go about solving the Anglo-Irish problem. He also wanted to be made Archbishop of Dublin. He failed to get either position. Sir John Harrington died on this day in history, the 20th of November, 1612, at the age of 52, following a few months of illness. He was laid to rest at Kelston on the 1st of December. Tomorrow, I'll be talking about a Tudor playwright who was also a bishop who enjoyed attacking Catholics in his works. Do make sure you're subscribed, you can click just there, and that you've hit the bell so you don't miss out on that video. Also on this day in history, the 20th of November 1591, Sir Christopher Hatton, Elizabeth I's Lord Chancellor and favourite, died aged 51. He was such a favourite of Queen Elizabeth I that he had a dazzling career and was constantly at her side. Find out more about Hatton, his career and accomplishments, his patronage of learned men and explorers and his special relationship with the Queen in last year's video. You'll find a link to that in the description. Thank you for listening to this podcast. I do hope you enjoyed it. And don't forget to subscribe so that you can enjoy podcasts on a daily basis. Thank you.